0: Hey, you okay? Oh.
1: Some damn enchiladas.
0: Oh. You going to be all right? Oh.
1: Welcome to another episode of It's Them Damn Menchiladas, the podcast, where we mostly talk about horror movies with a splash of video games, television, comic books, and beer. I am Carlos Rivera, as always my partner, Adam Griffin, and joining us again, the third member of our triumvirate podcast producer to the stars, Mark Warren. Follow us on the Red Hot Twitter machine, handles in the show notes, and the show at It's Them Damn, and on Instagram at It's Them Damn Menchiladas Podcast. Welcome to quarantine day 757, fellas.
0: Uh, but, well, I don't know about you guys, but uh, they're lifting the stay-at-home order in my state. Friday, 5 p.m. I plan on staying in the house for another two weeks, because I don't trust these people out there.
1: Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> our, our, state, our, our state's probably going to be quarantined for another two months.
0: Yeah, it's like they lost. They uh, hospitalizations were up, like seventeen hundred seventy-five people went down to like fifteen hundred fifty-five, and like, oh, they eased up. Time to start lifting these orders. And I'm like, what? What? What planet is this? That's not good logic. You're gonna be in the same boat in two weeks. Just madness. Yeah, we're we're
2: transitioning. Well, I guess we already did into a. Safer at home plan. Yeah. So like we're supposed to do it, but there's way more people out already, and nobody got a mask on. Like I already said, it ain't over. Haven't you people ever watched a horror movie?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Got a waste to the credit so and even then, uh, credits might not roll. This might be broke. So. <laughs> might have an after credit scene <laughs> so yeah yeah it's gonna be a gonna be a uh, very very perilous endeavor outside at least so people get some confidence which means it's gonna be a perilous endeavor period so what's up guys how you doing I'm alive alive <laughs> <laughs>
1: alive and kicking <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Update for you guys. My uh, my crazy glue project has been a success.
2: There you go. Congratulations.
1: So that has made this quarantine day a complete, complete success. I did not waste my entire day doing absolutely nothing. Ordering Popeyes.
0: Hey, that's like that's like a bonus. Spicy
1: chicken well, sandwich. pop oh.
0: Popeyes. Yeah,
1: yeah, buddy. This is what we. This is how. This is how we do quarantine over here in Jersey.
0: That's that's a good plan. Uh, I, I've kept to my usual routine. You know, <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, avoiding humanity.
0: Yeah, avoiding humanity. Not trusting people. You know, it's pretty much just the last forty-five minutes of the thing every day. Over here.
1: <laughs> you're you're pretty convinced, like the the Instacart guy is this thing.
0: It's 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 terrible. It's just like okay, I dropped the boxes off. How long do I wait? How many times do I wash my hands? What's going on? Who do I come in contact with? What day is it? Write the date down. Okay, two weeks from now. <laughs> if I'm good. Everything's um, okay.
2: Unlike the thing, thankfully, COVID doesn't affect dogs.
0: <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, that, that that would be. Uh...
1: Well, it was a it was a a rumor at one point that it did, but what are you gonna do? Rumors. Um, we're we're in May. We're in the middle of May. Somehow.
2: March of May. By, it's flying by for me. I started a job, so I'm in a I'm in a little. A little room for eight hours giving people shit for not wearing masks indoors.
1: Yes. You get paid to do that? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. (laughs) Oh, it's fun. (laughs) Get paid to yell at people. That's awesome. (sighs) I mean, I guess technically I do too, but I don't yell at people because they wear their masks.
0: There you go. I just uh, I just keep an eye out, going to mailbox. I keep <laughs> encountering people at the mailbox. I'll change up the hour, go like two thirty, three thirty, four thirty, five thirty. there's always somebody. Always without a mask. It's just like, all right. I don't I know f- how I don't know how y'all keep doing this.
1: I feel like if someone were to plan a terrorist attack at your mailbox, you'd be so prepared for it.
0: I'm a wary individual, but I ain't that wary. You know, you don't want to get into like prepper territory. We just doing combat rolls around shit, <laughs> and you got and secret tin foil on your windows. You got secret bunkers that you don't even know about because you forgot.
1: Tin foil hat, yeah,
0: yeah. So that they're line, lining my uh, my favorite skull cap with with aluminum foil. Got to, got to keep all the bad thoughts out.
1: <laughs> your, your dad tries to get to your room. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Why did this become Vietnam? <laughs> what's going on here? It's like camouflage everywhere.
0: What's, what's happening here?
1: You're wearing a beret now instead of a beanie.
0: Just got this, got this uh, Che Guevara wig from my old job. Just walk around the house.
1: <laughs> wearing a special forces t-shirt
0: so just all camo what's today gotta blend in <laughs> don't trust nobody. but we trust our listeners and I'm sure they trust us to uh, bring them some fun stuff so uh, Mark what do you got? I mean, you put me <laughs> on the spot. That's right. How about that? Ooh, wee.
2: What's up with that? <laughs> oh, sneak attack. All right. Hold on. I just watched something the, the other night, but I need to look and see what it was. Wait, what? <laughs> what? My memory's bad, man. Well, I have you to keep you track know, of what you know I watched. why,
1: right? You know why, right? <laughs> That's that Colorado life.
2: Oh, yeah, it was this movie. This movie was fucked up. Okay. <laughs> yes.
0: It's our favorite What kind to talk about.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I want to say too much about it if you haven't seen it, but have you heard of this movie called Trash Fire?
0: No. But no, the title of it being Trash Fire. Well, what's the okay. plot?
2: I'm not going to say anything else. Other than it's the guy from Entourage, the main guy, okay. and um, it's one of these movies where it starts as one thing, and by the end of it, it's something completely different. And by the end of the movie, I was like, "This is kind of an it's them damn enchiladas movie." Oh boy! Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, favorite. so you can watch it on let me see, on Amazon if you have that. Okay. You can watch it free on there. Or Hoopla. I don't know what that hoopla, is, but hoopla.
0: apparently it's on there.
1: It's called Trashfire. Trashfire. If, trash. if, if you have to write that down, there's an issue.
0: No, it's already in my brain. All right. It's,
2: yeah, it's from right about there. four years ago. Okay,
1: Trashfire. Hey, Adrian Grenier? Is yep.
2: Yep. Wow. Trashfire,
0: wow. okay.
1: He's, no, made, just, he's made some pretty interesting movies in the last couple of years. It
2: just... Yeah, by the end of it I was like, hmm, that's not where I thought this movie was going, but I'm gonna have to tell the fellas about this one.
0: Trash fire. Okay.
2: Yeah. Check I'll that out. Go.
0: I'll check yeah. it out. I'll see what's what was the name like Trash Fire Starts one way goes another. Yeah. Alright, that makes sense.
1: Sounds it's like worst most, a watch. Sounds like most trash fires of my life.
0: Yeah. Speaking of stuff that starts one way goes another. And it makes sense in the end.
1: This has been a professional Segway.
0: Let's talk about the last driving. Now, I missed uh, last week's update because we had that Star Wars episode uh, in which we talked about Star Wars for two fantastic, fun-filled hours. Then I went right back on Twitter and saw people talking the same shit about Rise Skywalker. So that episode <laughs> will live forever.
2: Someday it'll be appreciated. <laughs>
0: so uh, we had uh, weeks two and three of Last And week two the feature double feature was Maniac uh, from 1980 with uh, Joe Spinell uh, directed by Bill Lustig and uh, the second movie was that wonderful classic from the 1980s Heathers so that was an unexpected uh double feature that dabbled in crazy special effects and uh, loner-esque psychopathy from different eras you know beginning 80s in the 80s so nice little time capsule films there and my picks to compliment that double feature are The Stepfather starring Terry Quinn and Idle Hands a favorite of yours favorite yes yes Wonderful, wonderful. Ste-
2: stepfather, a favorite of mine. Ah, see. Now, is that is that John Locke? Yep. Oh, my goodness. In a horror movie? Uh-huh. Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> going on the list. See?
0: In week three, we had uh, Brain Damage, uh, directed by Frank Henelotter and then uh, Deep Red Dario Argento so my complimenting picks this one Peter Jackson's Bad Taste and uh, Michelle Suavi's um, apologies if I get that name wrong because I usually do Stage Fright got week four coming up and a uh, special guest for this week which is going to be on Friday is uh, going to be Lloyd Kaufman from Choma and one of the films they usually don't reveal films before but one of the films is trauma's War which I haven't seen in about 15 years so I'm looking forward to revisiting and wondering just exactly how much I fucked myself up around the age of 25 by seeing that film the first time and owning it on DVD so let's see what happens I'll report back next week yeah it's a um that's the that's a what's the word
1: what's the phrase I want to use it's a very it's a fucked up movie but it's really like strange strange is the word strange yeah. I guess strange will work it's strange
0: yeah that's trauma so they they, they walk that line constantly
1: oh I remember watching I remember haha <laughs> quick story I remember my dad renting The Toxic Avenger thinking it was going to be a fun family movie to watch (laughs) (laughs) little did he know he had to turn that shit off like within 15 minutes (laughs) what is this a porno (laughs) I don't know dad you the one that rented it (laughs) did you go to the back room to pick it up I don't know
0: I uh, I used to rent Toxic Avenger part 2 like constantly that's more comedic than uh Part one still 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 fucked up, but uh, yeah, definitely uh, definitely interesting times when you start watching trauma films, especially at a, a uh, earlier age than expected. <laughs> yeah, that's that's adequate. Adic- that's adequate.
2: Yeah, that's a part of the pool that I do not swim in. <laughs> <laughs> really how interesting
1: well for me there's no holes there's really no hole barred anymore so you know gate to hell ruined it for me I have just till the day I die it's just gonna be the one movie that just scarred me and that was it I mean we watched <laughs> we, we missed some more, so it's nothing is, is, nothing is off limits anymore.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to limit the amount of those kind of experiences I have in my life <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I can't even imagine trying to watch that movie for the first time right now.
0: Oh, oh no.
2: <laughs> That's true. Yes.
1: It's, like Nef- it's like Netflix the other day. I'm just going through it all of a sudden oh you might want to watch this movie quarantine no I don't want to watch a movie about quarantine that's not funny Netflix like why would you do that
0: it's like when uh when stay at home uh, stay at home orders started hitting and everybody's like man I've really been wanting to watch Contagion lately and it's like why cause
2: everybody else is doing it <laughs> it's
0: just like like come on just just don't
2: trying to get that herd immunity
0: <laughs> this is the weirdest thing I just scroll the timeline and, some of, and then I, I hit like tweet 3 of 27 about herd immunity it's like what just stop we don't have the temperament to deal with such things and if you think you're smart enough to deal with such things, you might not be. So, <laughs> if you have to prove to yourself in 280 characters or less, 30 times in a row <laughs> about this situation, uh, you might want to keep it to yourself, because <laughs> it ain't gonna be solved by hitting tweet 25 times in a row
1: maybe 26
0: times maybe 26 times I don't know if you get lucky 42 if you want the answers to the universe but that's neither here nor there that's a magic number that's a magic number mhm uh you know what else is a magic number what's that uh two is it the number of films we are supposed to talk about oh <laughs> all together <laughs> but we got one of them that movie it's Venom we've been ta- we talking about talking about this damn movie for nine weeks probably not nine weeks but nine weeks <laughs> and I was the last stint, so I'll go first yeah Um, Venom is a story of some asshole named Eddie Brock <laughs> <laughs> played by the awesome Tom Hardy Eddie Brock is an asshole that reads his girlfriend's email to get scoops and he gets fired from his job his girlfriend dumps him he gets down and dumps cause he's an asshole but he doesn't realize if it's his asshole where he comes accountability so <laughs> uh, he, he doesn't <laughs> learn his, he doesn't learn his lesson nope and uh he, he still keeps like, he gets the lead because these people keep following him. Uh, Jenny Slate keeps following him and, uh, he goes to this, uh, science place run by this other asshole. But it, it's okay. He's like, he's like in between because he's got a lot of money and he's presented in a smart, but he's running an asshole kind of way. Much like, you know, most characters, most movies these days. But, um, he goes to the fancy place with all the money and all the bad science experiments. And, uh, a symbiote, which, you know, this, this movie is so cutting edge it changes the pronunciation <laughs> uh, of the word. I forgot even how I used to pronounce it. It's all just symbiote now. Depending on how many times they keep saying it. So, he gets this symbiote and, uh, it's got an alter voice, and it's also Tom Hardy playing the voice. And he go on adventures, and he has all these powers and stuff. It's very formulaic, and you get to the end of the movie, and that's Venom. And uh, it stood out so much. The Eminem did the track of the credits.
2: So yeah, and run the jewels
0: too. Run and jewels too. Yes, but um, um, I like Tom Hardy in the movie. Uh. Movies just—it was just there, middle of the road, formulaic stuff, and it made a lot of money because everybody was like, "That was hard, right, I guess." I don't know. Everybody went to go see it. What do you guys think? Mark, well, I'll let you go first.
2: Okay. <laughs> so I saw it in the theater when it came out, and I thought, hmm, "That's pretty good, I guess." <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I liked it a lot when I saw it in the theater. I saw it again once it hit you know streaming and I guess I had to admit to myself that it wasn't that good of a movie but I still had a lot of fun with it okay. I think yeah I mean the best part of it is Tom Hardy I like his performance a lot I didn't love like the approach that they went with I guess for Riot and just the whole storyline just kind of mm-hmm. was weak as far as a villain for me and I believe they they based it on an actual storyline right yeah uh, the lethal protector yeah and Planet of the symbiotes <laughs> you need to eat your symbiotes <laughs> <laughs> get those two scoops <laughs> um, yeah I mean I'll probably watch it again at some point and like like the same things about it that I liked before and dislike the things that I didn't like about it even more probably yeah <laughs> but I'm still looking forward to the next one but before we get into that you know Carlos can give his feedback on the movie
1: Tom Hardy was amazing but I just couldn't get over the Venom voice it just to this day the Venom voice I don't I don't I don't know what it is Maybe I expected Venom to sound differently. I'm glad he didn't sound like Bane, so that that was that was a plus. The storyline could have been stronger. Yes, I agree with Mark on that one. The effects were pretty cool, though. I liked how I liked how Venom looked.
2: Yeah, definitely. That was, that was really I, I I loved everything about Venom itself. Yeah,
1: but then you know I don't, I don't appreciate making Venom the loser bunch of the symbiotes. You little crybaby symbiote and the fact that symbiote yeah well, you know like you like you said symbiote symbiote
0: I think my main like problem and it's it's minor because I know that you know big triple-a Sony movies have their formula and, they, and the, the problem with what I had with this it's just too damn formulaic you know hopefully they can break out of it with uh let there be carnage but i mean sony has never especially with their with their comic book stuff outside of as a spider verse they've never been too forward thinking with any of their like attempts at trying to make this all this spider stuff work Unfortunately, so I don't know. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. Like the, the plus side is that uh, Andy Serkis is directing the sequel, and if anybody can like really get something out of a motion capture performance, it's him. So,
1: listen, they're banking on Morbius, and Morbius is going to be the godsend. Bank it. Write that down. Jared Leto is going to carry Sony back into the forefront.
0: I would be so. Disappointed. This is how this is a much, much of a dislike I have that particular actor. I watched. I um, did. I did a back to back of uh, Blade Runner and Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Great, you know, five hours at the home movies. But damn it, once he showed up in Blade Runner, I was just like, oh, this is a drag. Because you could tell he was like A C K T acting. And everybody else is like, you know, we're we're just we're gonna do this our way, and he is just going for it, and not in a good way, you know. Like Ryan Gosling's great in him, but in an understated way, it's just over the top in a bad way. And just because he got that damn Oscar, we're just gonna keep seeing, <laughs> we're gonna keep seeing the reach until the end. That oh, whole thing yeah
1: yeah <laughs> uh, he's not going away anytime soon oh no. and if these oh my god what 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 my worry is is that Morbius does well enough to where they get excited about it
0: yeah uh, and
1: then we have to see more Jared Leto
0: well see I rather them build they're, they're they're banking on the spider stuff so I rather them build around Tom Hardy because you can do more with Venom as a character that you can with Morbius Morbius is going to brood Morbius is going to get cured he's going to realize he needs blood he's going to get sad because he needs blood he's going to kill somebody horribly he's going to realize he's sad because he needs blood he's going to try to cure himself he needs blood sad it's going to be terrible to see for three movies straight <laughs> and that's just I the mean, character you, you, nailed, you nailed that right on the head Yeah, that's just the character That's uh, but Venom they can bring so much into it they can do the agent Venom stuff that was Slash Thompson, but it's still symbiote. So you can still you can still keep uh, Eddie Brock in there, just have him take on Flash's storylines. Uh, you can do Venom, Agent of the Cosmos, where he becomes a fucking space knight, and it's him and in the, in the symbiote out in space killing stuff. And then you get a, you get an Iron Man looking suit. So Sony has their own Iron Man looking shit in space. Like they can do a lot more with Venom and Tom Hardy. You know, at the forefront of their stuff than they can with, with Morbius. So, that's what I'm rooting for. But, but you know, it's, they will they will probably go with bankable, and depending on how many people start screeching about Jared Leto, wait and see.
1: It's 30 seconds to M- Mars gonna do the uh, soundtrack.
2: Oh gosh. they're definitely doing <laughs> a song. Come they're definitely <laughs> we'll stopping <it> there. <laughs> The Grammys next. Well, <laughs> I don't have I don't have the quite the distaste for him that you guys did. but um, I'm just gonna wait and see as far as Morbius. Like they've surprised me before with you know what they've done just in general, so I'll wait and see. You know, Venom did like 800 million to get a, a sequel, so I don't know if Morbius has the same kind of 800 million dollar appeal. It better not. I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like it'd have to be a good movie for it to do that well. Um, Venom just seems like a way more identifiable character to me, which is probably why it did a lot better. Um, But as far as the sequel, I mean, we know it's Carnage, but I guess, like, what do you think the approach is going to be as far as the storyline slash What would you prefer to see? as far as, you know, just all the lore that's out there as far as that character.
0: Uh, I think they're going to do, like, an adaptation of Maximum Carnage, the storyline, um, but have to, like, tiptoe around the Spider-Man stuff. So maybe uh, maybe Michelle Williams will get the, the Mania symbiote drawing from the later books a little bit because they still needed that team-up aspect. Because Minimum mm-hmm. versus Carnage, uh, one on one, didn't happen until after Maximum Carnage, kind of. So, I can do that. I'm probably getting storylines mixed up, but but I mean, I think um, it'll probably be bloodier than the first movie, just because uh, there's been like a push kind of to go away from the body horror stuff and like getting to like the blood and gut stuff and with Venom I'd rather see body horror over red stuff hitting everywhere you know it's going to characterization of stuff more than than, uh just blood and gore so
1: Mm -hmm. I'm just looking forward to the wig
0: (laughs) yeah yeah
1: that yeah. Cleo's Cassidy wig.
0: Hopefully, I hope they found a new one. Yeah, hope they sure shorted that shit up. Yeah, you wouldn't know. surprise me. Yeah,
1: I would appreciate it if they didn't change it. <laughs> Just so, so we can get an epic rant from you about the hair.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that'll that'll uh, be a thing that probably happens. Cause yeah, that wig is horrible.
1: That w- wig was the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> and it was barely in, you know, it wasn't there that long.
0: Because, you know, because like, it set it up to like, okay, we got we got Cletus, we got Cletus at the end. Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson's great character actor. He's going to be playing Claytus Cassidy. Like, how, how do we really make this work? Well, we got to get the hair right. You know, it's a red hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's... Mean, but let's really just tap into it. What do we do? What do we do? Like, okay. Looking at this Mark Bagley panel? Yeah. We need the hair just like that. Like it came directly from the comic book. Can you can you 3D print this? Like each individual strand so we can just get it perfectly.
2: And then it comes out looking like an eight bit. <laughs> Something. I remember that panel because I remember drawing it.
0: <laughs>
2: I did just find out one thing about the sequel that kind of confirms. I think you're right. They are doing. There's a good chance they could be doing the Maximum Carnage crossover. Uh, just in seeing that uh, who uh, Naomi Harris was cast as.
1: Oh, okay.
2: That might be too spoilery, so I don't. I won't say. Yeah, but.
0: You can say, we're not listening. No, I'm not listening at all. Why don't I be listening? What's a, what's a podcast? What?
2: You post it and then you move on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's great. <laughs> Take the moving on. Oh. <laughs> look at that. Uh, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of stuff has been coming back into the public consciousness in different ways. Uh, sometimes it's when it gets a second life on uh, Amazon Prime or Netflix or something like that. times it's video games. Speaking of which, a uh, trailer for Mortal Kombat Aftermath hit last week in which the game is going to be getting a story DLC and three new characters. Namely, uh, Shiva, from, uh, first introduced in Mortal Kombat 3 way back in 1995. Fujin, who was in Mortal Kombat 4, 1996 or 7. And then the guest character for this round of characters is none other than my favorite from 1987, Robocop, uh, who ended up getting mo-capped and voiced by Peter Weller. So Peter Weller's returning to that character after, uh, damn near 30 years and then uh, on the other side of things predator hunting grounds got its dlc announced its first deal favorite dlc and that's going to be arnold schwarzenegger returning to the role of dutch in predator one uh lightness and a uh, voice by so unlike Mortal Kombat 11 arnold's actually doing the voice
2: which, I just gotta say, still should be the ending of that last Predator movie.
0: Oh, easily. Easily. And they gave him such a great backstory for the game, too. Like, uh, Slashcast had a, uh, about a five-minute video go up on YouTube about telling his backstory from Predator Universe 87 to modern times in the game. So, uh, Dutch has been working behind the scenes hunting Predators, and, like, he was in L.A. during Predator 2, which now has me crossing my fingers for Danny Glover DLC. <laughs> okay. Triggs. you Like, you weren't already hoping for it. I, you know, it's always number one. Anytime Predator happens, it's like, okay, Arnold coming back? No. All right, Danny Glover coming back? You know? Because Predator 2 is a good movie. Damn it. <laughs> they left it open. They left it open. He's still waiting for that asshole. So who's next? I'll, I'll get get y'all later. <laughs> next time. <sighs> so, uh, so Dutch has been hunting predators and like he killed one predator, took its equipment, stole a combat stick. Uh, he traded a full working predator mask for some more equipment. Um, he had a whole team killing predators. And the backstory is that they had the first ever encounter with the female predator that, like, uh, webbed up Dutch. So, like, the character model has, like, the, the, the net imprint on half of its face, half its face. And uh, the female predator killed Dutch's entire team. So they thought he was, like, you know, they thought he was going to die so they did some experimental medical stuff with like predator serum and all this shit so now he regenerates faster and like it's really cool they really built him out well for the game so hopefully that opens the doors for like more DLC in universe so you get to see all sorts of different stuff but it, it got me thinking about how you know all the stuff that might not get another might not get you know traction if like like say for like, Terminator Dark Fate I thought it was a great movie um, didn't do so hot to the point where it might have killed the franchise again so you, you know you wonder if like if a different avenue of uh, storytelling might help in the long run for some of this stuff so it's very interesting like Robocop looks great and the fact they got Peter Weller back to see the voice is even better so it's very interesting to see all this stuff kind of come back around
1: it all it's 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 good because ilphonic was actually able to. It makes you happy that they're actually able to do some, some more with Predator. What we're missing out on with Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know the open
1: the openness of you know being able to being able to move forward with uh, the different properties um, and the different likenesses that were involved with the property because they have the full support.
2: Yeah always oh, a bummer and the, the game games have kind of been doing that for a little bit now right i mean i'm kind of out of my element here because i don't really have the opportunity to play any of these newer games but um i believe like injustice was bringing in some crossover characters a couple years ago
0: yeah yeah uh, just Two had uh hellboy uh all four teenage mutant Ninja turtles I'm trying to think of the other guest characters and i'm blanking completely um, everybody Black, else. Black Manta yeah so they've been able to Another uh, uh, realm of Water Brothers have really been working well even Mortal Kombat going back to uh Mortal Kombat 9 had Freddy Krueger uh 10 had Jason Alien Predator Leatherface Mortal Kombat 11 has Spawn and Joker uh T- Terminator Arnold again coming back uh with his likeness he didn't do the voice but he did likeness and uh and I got RoboCop, so it's very interesting.
2: He, he did uh, a, one of those WWE games too, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he did uh, WWE 18? 2K18, I think? It might have been up. Too many of those goddamn games. Yeah, well, you know. It, well, it shows because they had to not put one out this year, so. It was for the best. Yeah, that, that engine was showing its age and with not enough of development time either, so. Yeah, but it's always good to see like the older stuff just come back and uh, kind of settle in, and it helps for like newer stuff too. Like we we're supposed to, um, uh, we have all been talking about seeing Overlord, and that's a movie that kind of benefited better on home video than it did during its uh, initial theater rollout. Like I think it's going to be the closest we'll ever get uh, to an actual Wolfenstein movie. Yeah. But I mean it really really uh, set itself apart on home video, so it'll be interesting to see if that kinda comes back in any sort of way. What'd you guys think of it?
1: Well, the movie was freaking crazy. We saw it together. Yeah. Before the night before Unplugged. And that was
2: it was really good. I enjoyed it. It was that really first that first scene in the airplane.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yep. my goodness. Yep. And you got you got Bokeem Woodbine talking shit to Nazis. <laughs> just is great. It's a great like character movie because everybody that you're supposed to root for, you root for, and you know you have the the ultimate bad guy, fucking Nazis. So I mean, it's got sci fi horror and you know it's just just a perfect storm of material, and it's, you know it's good that you get, it's getting traction. So hopefully. You know, uh, I think it was Universal. Hopefully, they kind of take a page. I mean, I figure if they can do a director video sequel for Doom, that Dwayne Johnson classic, then without uh,
2: Dwayne Johnson, without
0: Dwayne Johnson at that, and somehow still be more faithful to uh, the video games than the first movie was, then yeah, I think you know we'll probably see a sequel to Overlord sometime down the road.
1: Yeah, it was so... I'm telling you, that movie was so much fun. I think they could, I think they could pull it off. I think they definitely can pull it
2: off. Yeah, I was just looking at... So it, it did 417 box office against a 38 million budget, so... Pretty much broke even, Yeah. But,
0: and, you know, um, it, that's so that's discounting, you know, home video rights and everything, too, so it definitely... Mm-hmm definitely got over
2: yeah i liked it i think for reasons that you both touched on too it wasn't directly like a wolfenstein movie it also directly wasn't a cloverfield movie which was the rumor for a very long time during its development and leading up to its release um to the point where i was a little disappointed that it wasn't before watching the movie and then while watching the movie didn't really care um that it wasn't a cloverfield movie anymore because it just was its own thing uh right from the get-go it's been a while since i've seen it i think i watched it around christmas last year so i don't remember all the exact plot points but i do remember the uh the the scene where they had to keep killing the guy in the attic
1: yeah Yeah, (laughs) that was that was fantastic
2: and I'm just right now realizing that uh, one of the people from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is uh, was in the movie.
0: Yeah, it was Fitz.
2: Uh, yeah, I, mean, I wasn't watching uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at the time, so I probably didn't recognize him at all. But I'd be kind of curious to go back and watch it now and see him again. I'm kind of becoming a fan of Kurt Russell's son and a couple of the things that I've seen him in. He was one of the main people in this. He also had a Black Mirror episode that really fucked me up. <laughs> like, I still think about it. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks like he's going to be playing a character, I won't say who, in case yeah. you don't know, in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So he's Correct. entering oh. into the Marvel Universe now. Yeah.
1: Well, well, I think that that was already put out who he's going to be.
2: Was it? Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't keep up with anything anymore. Correct.
0: So. You, you know her? You know, I probably read know. it and just kind of tossed it. So, what was he playing? I'm pretty uh, sure he's playing. Oh, Yeah, U.S. agent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's perfect. Yeah, which uh, is
1: one of my cool. favorite Marvel ca- obscure Marvel characters is U.S.A. <laughs> I love U.S. agent because he's an asshole. Yep, on brand. That's right, guys. Yeah, on brand. So,
2: I you think he'll be the foil for the show? Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, they'll they'll probably uh they'll juxtapose uh, Sam Wilson as Captain America versus what they think Captain America should be and then it turns out he's a fucking asshole you should have stuck with Sam mm-hmm. which hey hey kind of mirrors real life so <laughs> when Sam got the shield and um, in <laughs> and, and the comics uh, uh, everybody wanted cap to get the show back because combat fans are weird and uh then they hit you with the nazi cap storyline with, with secret empire you know with cap being a member of hydra and uh, w- uh we are not the society that can handle such storylines uh, regardless of whether or not um uh the storyline is executed or promoted properly just in general can't handle this shit anymore so <laughs> no i mean hey Nuance, nuance is gone. Immediacy is all in. So, so, yep, it's bad. But we made it. Captain America's is Captain America again. Sam Wilson's time as Captain America has been forgotten because comic books never moves forward. And hey, comic books start back again next week, 20th, so we get to have these discussions all over again. Oh
1: god, that means like I have 15 books coming to me next week.
0: Oh uh, no, it's a reduced shipment until July. Okay. Wow. All right, so, sure. So DC's announced what they're putting out through July. So it's okay. like it's like four or five books a week, something, something like that. I don't know. You might want to double check. Don't say more for it, but I know it's reduced for both uh, DC and Marvel, while the, the market kind of adjusts to everything.
1: No, man, your words law.
0: All right. Um, in that case, I'm going to use my power for good here. And, uh, I'm going to say this. It might be a little controversial, but I'm saying we'll see what happens. Can we stop fucking worrying about New Mutants? Uh, yes, it got announced to come out on August 20th. But with the way stuff's going, probably be all in our houses again. So let's not worry about it. And, uh, let's just let Disney do it with it. Because, like, at this point, look, they didn't spend their direct money on making that movie. You know, it's still a Fox movie. They just bought Fox. So, whether they, you know, whatever money they make on it through uh, putting in theaters, home video release, however they license it out to streaming services, it's kind of just out of our hands in general. I think at this point he'll just want to dunk on something, you know.
1: I didn't, I didn't think that was a very controversial take. I'm very upset.
0: Well, you know, I have to prepare people just in case, because sometimes I don't know what I'm going to say.
1: I understand it, but you got like I was looking forward to something controversial. Oh. And then you know, this is like quarantine life, man. You know, you I'm, I'm, I need something to something to get me going. <laughs> need, need, need that uh need that dopamine hit i mean last last week was murder hornets that's <laughs> over that ended The only time it's Time's on. over yeah
0: you know that that, that murder hornet shit felt like it was on the timeline a lot longer than it was it was like two
1: days i know and it felt like five and all of a sudden you, they had like some video of some praying mantis killing a, a murder hornet. It. it was like, wow, oh, that's uh, all right, That's it.
2: Alright, this sucks. This guy's, this guy's
0: us. It's like, oh,
2: Flavor of the week.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, Here today, gone. 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 Yo, it isn't gone. <laughs> no. <laughs> These random ass sequel ideas that you hear about. <laughs> <laughs> What? I was on a red-hot tour machine last week. And uh, Sylvester Stallone starts tweeting about Demolition Man too. Oh, boy. <laughs> Saying that he got an idea and he's talking to people. Well, yeah, you're talking to people. You ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's talking to somebody about a project. It's like Demolition Man 2. Now, whether or not the movie comes out to one thing or another. So I will will offer this question in this fashion. Do we deserve Demolition Man 2? No. Okay. Mark?
2: I'll go yes. (laughs) 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 And I want more Sylvester Stallone sequels. Let's go with Cliffhanger 2. (laughs) Oh No. Over the top too. <laughs> 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 it's like Skip with Carter s- too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> with some of the stuff, you know, it's like okay, I see he hit pay dirt with Rocky Balboa back in two thousand and six, and then he goes, "Oh, this is really gonna work." And then uh, Rambo, and Rambo was just batshit crazy enough. They got and they got a little bit of critical acclaim and he was like "Oh, let's just keep going to the well
2: imagine he starts tweeting
0: more and he's like
2: so Simon Phoenix has a son
0: <laughs> it's like where, where's the plot going to be is is he going to be in the future for as long as he was frozen so now he's the old head and then somebody else comes in and he has a kind of be like well this is how you use three seashells and all this stuff but you still don't know what the fuck the three shoes are? Like, how are they going to kill off uh, Sandra Bull's character? Because you know she ain't coming back for it. So, <laughs> the, the, like, what? Where do you go? I mean, you can't get any higher than the fucking Taco Bell stuff in the first film, ending up being so apropos of these times.
2: Well, one, thing, one thing too is that that you know that future was originally only 12 years from now yeah and at this point it's possible Taco Bell might be the only restaurant left
1: oh yeah hey man listen if Taco Bell is the only restaurant left in this world it's not a bad thing
0: no as long as it just got Crunch Wrap Supremes 24 hours the world will survive
1: yeah, the world will survive with Nacho Supreme, you know, little nachos Bel Grande. Uh Chalupa, Gordita here there. You're good, you know? Ever since they went to that healthy menu. Yeah. That healthy menu, let's talk about that. Huh. That'll save the world. <laughs> it's healthy. Of course it will. Those <laughs> those right. beans those beans will kill the coronavirus.
0: It, it's it's marketed to be healthy, so it's it's gonna
1: be alright. That fire sauce just killed, the, killed sauce. right away
0: burn it out Just burn it all out fire sauce tussin better than bleach ginger ale <laughs> got yourself a healing concoction
1: Mountain Dew Blast what, what, what is it that they have the Berry Earthen Blast hot Blast Baha Blast fire sauce you're good that'll clean your system just hanging out get you out of quarantine real ha-
0: quick hanging out with your face mask on just refilling that 32 ounce cup
2: yep didn't they start doing alcoholic drinks too?
0: Some of them, yeah. Those are the Taco Bell Cantinas.
1: Taco <laughs> Bell Cantinas. Uh, That's a Spanish word for a bar.
2: High <laughs> of villainy. For those,
1: who, for those who did not know. <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with bodega. Oh, uh,
0: no. Two uh, different well, things. But, but, but bodegas are for, for the people. Yeah. Yeah. Always gotta make sure things are for the people.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know about the. As far as just taking it back to Demolish Man, too, real quick, to tie that up. <laughs> tie that up, and it, it feels to me like something that he just kind of said. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really expect that we're ever really gonna get that movie and like you said what it would even be I, I almost feel like they would have to go like opposite of the future that they presented and like something changed and now Taco Bell is the only restaurant that's not around
0: <laughs> John Spartan what's this empty lot well you know he's Taco Bell he used to be there now it's not <laughs>
2: there are no seashells left on the planet <laughs>
0: sad day I never thought I'd miss those damn seashells Edgar Friend is not friendly
2: (laughs) 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 but honestly if they had Wesley Snipes in it I'd watch it
0: yeah my first thought was how they gonna bring Wesley back cause like I say you know they're not bringing Sandra Bullock back but Wesley they can get Wesley
1: oh hell yeah they can
2: did you know that the role of Simon Phoenix was originally offered to
0: Jackie Chan yes I knew that and then I forgot it until you just said it so I, 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 have I, heard. I I didn't know yeah and Jackie didn't Chan didn't want to didn't play. Didn't play a villain yep Jackie Chan protecting that image and that money
2: and and you know who we could have had in in the role of John Spartan <sighs> Oh, I could have been could have been tweeting about this movie right now. (laughs) (laughs) Who was it? I forgot. JCVD. Oh, that's right. And Mr. Steven Seagal. Yep. Oh, God. They both turned it down. Thank God.
0: Yeah, the uh, the Seagal version would have been a mess.
2: Although,
1: (laughs) although if Seagal would have been Demolition Man, we probably would have had six parts by now. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah but you can only watch like the first two because <laughs> then he starts going off the rails and all this bullshit about part three
2: Wesley's long gone after after one yeah.
1: <laughs> you know Steve Austin shows up for
0: part nine <laughs> that sounds about right
1: and they're all everything after two is direct video cause that's all you know That's how Steven Seagal, you know Steve and Seagal actually had a contract he had to make 27 movies yep so that's why he just kept on putting them out one after the other one after the other it was just oh my god and he just kept getting fatter and fatter
2: (sighs) I think remember that one he did with DMX
0: uh, I try not to I think somebody brought that movie over my house once and um, I said we're not watching that and uh, they put it in anyway so like for the first 15 minutes I'm just yelling at him like over the movie got it cranked up to like 50 I'm still yelling at him like why would you do that like this is garbage I don't watch this shit <laughs> exit booms. then he did another one with Ja Rule Baby, just, 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 just as yeah. bad yep did he do it with 50 Cent Ooh. I don't think so
1: Go for the trifecta. Coming soon. That could be the next one. Val Kelmer did.
0: Yeah.
2: 2019. They did another one. (laughs) Steven Seagal (laughs) (laughs) It's DMX. (laughs) Did they really? It's his latest movie. Oh my god. Beyond the Law. Augustino Finn Adair played by Steven Seagal.
0: <laughs> wow, that's some garbage.
1: At this point, who's, I mean, and then Nick Cage is not that far behind him, so.
0: Nick Cage gotta pay for that island.
1: <laughs> you gotta pay for those stolen dinosaur bones.
0: That's right. Don't worry, y'all. We'll do a Nick Cage episode eventually.
1: No, we won't. <laughs> it'll, it'll, <laughs> It'll be Con Air, <laughs> The Rock, and Lord of War, and maybe Nine Millimeter, and that's it. I'm not talking about any other.
0: We're we not, we not going to talk about Mandy. I don't think you can talk about Mandy. We're not going to talk about the color out of space. Nope. Not going to talk Shame. about uh, mom and dad. Face off. Face off. Raising Arizona. What's
1: <laughs> that? <laughs> no, what's the, the, what's the pay, pay the ghost?
0: What is it? oh boy snake eyes snake eyes 8mm oh. <laughs> kick eyes <Jesus. ass. laughs>
1: hey kick ass is right
2: yeah the rock did you say the rock of course okay.
1: con air you know the con air and the rock when he had those those those, those blockbusters like back to back 60 seconds
0: <laughs> wild times
1: he's still got the same hairline which is great somehow somehow yeah it's like who's got a better ha- hairline right now Steven Seagal or uh Nick Cage
0: <laughs> I was gonna say Nick Cage by default Nick Cage just cause you know we don't we don't acknowledge uh Steven Seagal past 1989 wow that's-,
2: that's Machete oh <laughs> uh,
1: yeah except for Machete yeah yeah
0: no wait, we're gonna, After Mark for Death, that's it. Because him, no screw face, so You gotta, you know, you know you gotta gotta keep that one around. In the 90s <laughs> I'm better than the twenties so far. Oh, well, easily, easily. But you know what the twenties might give us? Scream Five. Uh, what? Yeah, Jeff Campbell has been in talks to reprise her role as Sydney Prescott so uh Scream 5 what do you think real quick uh, you know with
1: Nev Campbell I'm probably uh, I don't know I'm a little I'm a little torn here if she's not the main character I'm okay with it yeah if she's just a supporting character in the movie
0: all right.
1: Maybe they go after her kid. That'd, uh-huh. be appro- that'd be appropriate. Yeah. But not her not her as the victim again.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't yeah, I don't I wouldn't like uh wouldn't really look forward to seeing her in like, you know like I want to see something more proactive, I guess. Yeah. I mean if you're gonna I, I, I don't there are a few franchises that would be able to like kind of take a uh, a heroine going on the offensive like actively And I think Sidney Prescott like actively like going after a killer and not being kind of hampered by the fear of it just kind of saying like especially like you know it's going to be the fifth movie she's just like fuck this and, and just like doodling phone calls like get out of the house you know <laughs> you get out of the house Get off my lawn. So, yeah. It'd oh, be interesting to see if they if they end up doing something that way.
2: Yeah, for me, Scream's kind of a weird one. Um, the first one was ruined for me before I saw it. Oh, no. So, no. it never had the same effect on me that it yeah. did for everyone else. And then, I'm not even sure. I don't think I've even seen past Scream 2. Um so I'm kind of disconnected from it. I, I would I would watch it. It's kind of weird with you know it no longer with Wes Craven you know no longer being involved. I guess if you, it would just have to be something kind of clever probably for me to yeah. be interested in it. Um, which I I mean I'm kind of playing the dumb guy here, but kind of catch me up. Is that kind of the premise of the series? Is to do a clever take on a lot of horror movie tropes and stuff
0: well it's kind of like they're playing yeah they're kind of playing inside baseball with a lot of the tropes and everything and just uh, recontextualizing it and you know a lot of a lot of very obvious and sometimes dated movie references you know like like the first one it's pretty much a product of its time as far as you know how everything's delivered uh, information wise but you know still has a good hook uh two throws everything out the window literally so like the body count that thing is huge three you know does the job of wrapping things up so it's kind of more of a slow down character piece loose ends and all that stuff and four kind of like a greatest hits i guess just reworking bits and pieces of the earlier films
2: So, what what do you think they could do in five that would be they would feel like like um, refreshing
0: the series? Well, I don't think all three main characters either need to be in it or need to come out of this one alive.
2: And those Uh, would be
0: Nev Campbell
2: and who are the other uh, two? Yeah,
0: uh, Courtney Cox and David Arquette. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't think that. Yeah, Come I don't on. think. Well, I don't think they should kill Sydney. Just because I mean, if, number one is it's expected. That's that's the number one rule that they've been talking about since part two, and that was in '97. So They've been talking about this for damn near 25 years. Uh, you know, just you no know, is is it, are they going to kill her off? Just don't. I mean, you know, if if you're worth your money that you're getting paid to write the script, then you write something worthy of keeping the character around. Yeah, you, know, you don't follow the story beat, just to follow the story beat. Yeah, especially now. I mean, this day and age, why are we why are we killing long-standing franchise characters?
1: Dewey's got to go.
0: I mean, you know, even Dewey, like everybody, got laid up in in uh, in part four. So it's like, what do what do you what are you, you going to do? You don't do the obvious, but you know. You do something worthy of keeping characters around at this point, so I don't know. Got to wait and see. got to see who gets it. Well, I mean, we know who gets it. It's the guys that did, it uh, ready or not. So have to see what the execution is.
2: Mm-hmm. There was a there was a TV show too, right? Yeah. So how how was that connected to the?
0: Um, it wasn't. Okay. Uh, they they only got the the voice Roger L Jackson. Who does the Ghostface voice over the phone. They got him to come back for the third season. And the third season didn't go over so well. So. Okay. They can move things back to. The movies.
2: Okay. So the TV show has kind of been running since they stopped. Since spring four.
0: Okay. Yeah. They've been working on that. Kind of doing that. So. Yeah. Just gotta. Gotta wait and see. How that goes mm-hmm <laughs> well yeah. looks like it's uh about that time we actually have him here for this but well, we can put on the spot by uh, why are we on the hot seat today on the hot seat
2: on the spot um so we're talking about you know fighting games and mixing characters in from other properties and mortal kombat's been doing that for a while so you know immediately just kind of sets off the bells when you got characters like robocop coming in who's already a frequent subject of this show what characters would you want to see added to we'll just say a theoretical uh, mortal kombat um that necessarily have to be this mortal kombat and then if you want to go into anything <laughs> as far as, like, what kind of moves they could do or anything like that, I guess that's up to you. But, um, yeah, we just keep it pretty straightforward.
0: Okay. Did I go first last time? Yeah, I uh, yes. I think you did, yeah. Yeah, I did. So, Carlos, I'm sorry. go first. Whatever. Um. <laughs>
1: keeping on my infatuation with, uh, the character work of Val Kilmer. Okay. I would like to see Doc Holliday as a playable character. Okay. Uh, with his uh, two pistols as a as his main weapons. Um, much like Harley Harley Quinn uses the guns in uh in Justice Two.
0: Yeah.
1: So that would be one. Who else would I like to see? Um. Sam from Trick or Treat. Okay. <laughs> With his little, uh, his little cut, uh, chewed off pop- popsicle as his weapon. <laughs> okay. Uh, he'd be really cool. He'd almost be like Yoda from, uh, what was it? What's the fighting game again? Uh,
0: Oh, so caliber uh he was in three? Three, right? <laughs> no, he's in four. I think it was, was four. Yeah. Four. Yeah.
1: And he was just like jumping all over the place.
0: Uh uh-huh.
1: That'd be Sam with his little lollipop. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's the only that's coming to my head right now.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, you know who else? I don't even know why this person's this is odd. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I apologize uh Super Rover. <laughs> <laughs> and what? What do you mean what? Supergrower like you know, it's like Superman powers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Supergrower, alright. Um I just and this is the only one I got, but since it's three people, it works. <laughs> WB another room put out a uh a fighting game called WWE Immortals. Uh in which uh they were all in a fighting game. So, uh for Injustice Three, give me the New Day as guest characters.
2: Right three people that would be for that. At <laughs> least
0: <laughs> uh yeah. So I mean it uh, Realms already work with uh, Xavier Woods. He had a Raiden skin for uh immortals. So he's already been in the engine. He can be adapted for it. You put Biggie and Kofi in there. Uh do it, damn it! It writes itself, <laughs> and they have a they have a comic book coming out this year, so it's even better. What, whether,
1: what better way to uh to market it? That's right. Well done. I, th- I th- still, go, think, I still think Super Grover takes the cake, but whatever.
0: <laughs> well, I hope so. I mean, sure, I do.
2: Super Grover versus RoboCop.
0: <laughs> oh. oh, that is felt fine.
2: Oh. That needle comes out of his hand.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah. He would definitely have to think it over. And with that, this has been another episode of It's the Damaged Laws of the Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, you leave us a voicemail at 443-906-0040. If read on the air, you're officially part of The Inch Mob. You heard him on the episode today. That's right. Podcast producer for the stars, Mark Warren, has been responsible for making the sound oh so spectacular. So I will say it once again to your face through Skype. Thank you for all you do, Mark.
2: I'm going to kill you, man.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you, man. You got it. Until next time, have fun. Watch horror movies, play some damn video games. Stay safe and hydrate, 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 hydrate. Hydrate, thank you for listening, and goodbye.
1: Mm, Bye.
0: broken now they're not broken what is happening